All right, y'all, welcome back. Before we get into today's episode, I want to let you guys know where you can find me coming up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, this coming Wednesday, August 18th, we will be back at Kettletop Brewhouse in Anderson with Uncle Buck's Comedy Hour featuring Mitchell Potts, a uh, very funny comedian from the Indianapolis. Um, definitely get out and see him. That's at 8.30 p.m. new time this Wednesday uh, and every other Wednesday at Kettletop Brewhouse. Then August 19th on Thursday, I'll be in Lafayette at the Spot Tavern um, with Zach Garner, Genevieve, and Kristen Carnes. Uh, a very funny lineup there in Lafayette. And then coming up on Sunday, August 22nd, we, I will be at the Hoppy Wobbles uh, show in Bloomington. Um, Jake Rubles got me down there on that show. Uh, I will be featuring that show. And then again on September 1st, Uncle Buck's Comedy Hour returns to Kettletop Brewhouse with Emily Davis um, from the Bloomington scene. Very funny comedian. Get out and see her. Those are free shows at Kettletop. And then on September the 2nd, I will be uh, at the Dog Show, uh, Metazoa Brewing Company. Uh, September 2nd, the Dog Show at Metazoa Brewing Company. You can bring your dogs if you want. As long as your dog, you know, as long as you're cool and your dog's cool, which, you know, I feel like you probably are if you come down to take your dog to a brewery. Uh, bring him down and, and we'll enjoy the comedy show. So uh, let's get into it. y'all welcome back to uncle buck's house uh podcast it is time once again for another fun edition of uh rabbit hole diving we haven't really done this in a little while i mean we always kind of chat on this sort of stuff but uh before we get into it let's uh let's uh let everybody know who we got in the house today so we have as always my brother nick on uh the the co-host spot co-pilot i guess i almost said co-pilot but then it became post like pilot and host and then i just decided to shut up what's up man I'll just say, hey, man, how's it going? <laughs> how's it going? And uh, we have someone that's not been in for a while, uh, uh, someone who we always, you know, enjoy having in studio just because there's no shortage of things, um, you know, to, to just get the get the wheels turning a little bit. We have Matt Owsley in the house. What's going on, man? Hey, just, uh, you know, glad to talk to you guys in person instead of blowing up your text messages. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is something that, like, I wish... Like, I, I almost do, like, I, I wish a lot of people could just, like, take a day and just, like, like just see it. Because it, it's a, there are times where I'm like, man, it's been a minute since I've gone through all the stuff that, that, that Matt sent us. You know, it's, it's just one of those things where, um, you know, because a lot of it, and that's why we love bringing you in here. Because, you know, you, you kind of just send us all these tidbits. And, you know, we just, we just you know, love whatever you, you have I kind of feel like we need to start a Discord or something so we can have categories. like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, hey, man keep it organized yeah there's well, so, just so much that goes on and i'm like well those are the guys that you know are kind of interested in it and then you should sure. see the stuff that i come across that i don't send you so <laughs> <laughs> well and you know uh talking about keeping it organized people need to jump over and check out uh historypoliticstheory.org um which is where you have a very cool kind of chronicle um of a good chunk of the last few um uncle buck's house episodes and uh um you know there are things in there that we mentioned that like you know th th this happens a lot where we mention things that we don't really know a whole lot about and we speculate on a lot of stuff obviously that's not a new thing but 
um, like when that sort of happens or we say something that we don't really know, you know, Matt's cool about going on the internet and, you know, being like, oh, well, here's why this maybe makes sense or here's why this doesn't make sense and here's the correct sort of thing on that. So, you know, if you've liked any of the last episodes and something's piqued your interest, uh, Matt's probably got, you know, if we've referenced a video, the link's probably in there. If we referenced, you know, uh, some other piece of pop culture, it's probably in there and, uh, you know, uh, send a Venmo. Like we, we don't have enough money to pay this guy for the work that he does. So send us a Venmo, yeah, man. And he's sure. got his he's got his own stuff on there too. You just put absolutely a, for yeah. sure Nazi uh, little thing. Yeah, on so there, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. put a Nazi thing on there. Yeah, cool. kind of. I, you know, I don't I don't know what <laughs> where you have to go to get viral or yeah. you know. But I've gotten to where I've seen another website you copy paste and take the pictures and claim it as their own which From i don't yours care. yeah which oh, i don't shit. which i don't care like that yeah i just the information getting out there i've made like a dollar and 20 cents off the yeah. advertisement from sure. you know wordpress or whatever so who cares yeah. yeah um there's a the vaccine passports for the uk um the company that got is called Entrust, and the people that own it or they own the parent company of Entrust, which is data card which makes all your debit cards and shit yeah. like that over there uh, Joseph Goebbels was their step grandpa, and their biological grandpa was uh, used a bunch of concentration camp labor. And they were he, him and Goebbels were buddies. I think it was a more of a political yeah. uh, arrangement. Sure. So and to speak. Y- you know, logically, you know, there's going to be a lot of bloodlines in that area that have you know Nazi connections. But when it comes to you know someone when it comes to that something, high yeah. profile of a of a name in the yeah, in the Nazi I mean, party there's pictures of of their parents with two gener- Goebbels we're talking and two, Hitler. Three generations yeah. away. And and yeah. when the when the concept comes down to hey we made something that's called show us your papers except it's no. on your phone I mean it's yeah. kind of like okay you're it's literally the same thing no. in my mind yeah but. and uh, yeah no I and so yeah if that's something that piques your interest I mean definitely jump over to history politics theory and uh, and and read about that I, will, I put a disclaimer on the on the Uncle Buck's uh, landing page that has all the episodes. Views do not necessarily reflect one another. Uh, yeah. Usually we're kind of on the same page, but I don't want to throw yeah, them absolutely. A, association, you know, with anything that would get them canceled. Cause, For sure. Yeah. Cause well, I, I've, I've got a couple uh, articles I'm working on that might get me Clinton. So. Yeah. Well, and, 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 I, and I also like, <laughs> I mean, I, I also at the end of the day, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's all about just exploring, you know, fields of thought and, you know, it's, it's, you know, is there, uh, you know, to, to because a lot of people hear something like that and and they're like oh well now you're comparing you know life in modern uk to to you know life in nazi germany and of course it's not that's not the the comparison is being made but when it comes to you know people who might know how to implement a method of tracking a population you know you the, the, the nazi party it. is yeah is, is is you know they've got a, a little they got a foot in that they got a thumb in that pie i guess so. right and you know um but i i think that that's you know stuff that people may be interested in and if that is something you're interested in go check out um history politics theory and uh, uh we also have a guest producer in here today we have uh, a, a given the the subject matter of today's show we have a very uh we have a very interesting uh producer in, in house we have dead man uh in house today how's it going man I'm doing just fine. Cool. Just got off my own show. There you uh, go. For Twitch. And uh, BJ called me and said, well, 
you know, a trained monkey could do this, but he can't afford a trained monkey. So <laughs> I, came, <laughs> I came second best. There we so go. There we go. Well, we're we're, uh, we're we're happy to have you in here because you you are you know a, a, an open skeptic and and yeah. not a not one who really dives into um, the conspiracy realm too awful much. But at the same time, we've had a lot of interesting conversations, and I think that uh, uh, I think this is going to be one that that you may you may either hate or enjoy, but I think it's going to be fun nonetheless. Well, actually, I. I do dive in a lot into conspiracy theories. Yeah. I, die, I I have a gentleman at work who is uh, QAnon. Yeah, uh, and I mean fanatical yeah. QAnon. Still, and, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You you have to be at this point. And uh, it was kind of funny because you know the thirteenth happened. Yeah, and I was I. You have no idea the smile I had on my face marching to work. <laughs> Just <laughs> knowing that the 19th president didn't get reinstated yeah, was, and, uh, it was it yeah. was horrible to me right because yeah. what like, was going on on the third i see i've stopped yeah same. I, I stay completely uh, right, away so from q according to QAnon, yeah uh donald trump even though they cannot point to any legislation or anything he did anything solid they say that he ended the corporation that is america oh yeah and uh thus the last real president was the 18th president so after he ended the corporation that mm-hmm. was america he was supposed to be reinstated as, a as 19th the 19th president, president of the united states yeah on the 13th once uh mike lindell's whole thing happened it didn't happen yeah <laughs> God, they, everybody man. fell asleep on Mike's pillows. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is, is like, like you were like you were talking about that. I I, I do go into these. Sure, things. yeah. I yeah, watched yeah. every single minute. Yeah. Of that cyber symposium. Sure. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. And and uh, that's that's something that I would you know like to prepare like a really full um epi- like episode on you know what the whole sort of Q thing you know was when it was happening because you know it, it was one of those things where sure on the surface it was like you know. Uh, okay so all this sort of stuff is supposed to be shaking out in this way and we all kind of had that approach of like you know uh if it happens it happens i mean it's it's not something that we can really control but at the same time there were a lot of crazy things that came out of it were just that were just super fun to talk about and you know for a second there i thought it was possible that jfk jr might still be alive and i'm not i'm not afraid to say that at this point i'm but, not laughing uh, at you <laughs> i'm laughing with you right exactly but um but the q documentary came out um, I don't know if you guys got a chance to see that on HBO. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. I've seen the first two segments. Yeah, it uh, it after the rest, the rest weren't available for bootleg when I was looking for it. So. <laughs> the uh, I got you. Man, we'll talk it, afterwards. There right. we go. There we go. It it really does. And now after having watched that, I have no doubt in my mind that Q was simply um, a method of like hiding the biggest creeps of all because i have like after watching that it makes even bigger sense to me and this was something that we talked about at the time like i wouldn't be surprised if the trump administration had epstein killed and then was able to just be like well we're gonna pin it on nobody and everyone's gonna be happy and i'm like you know that makes just as much sense to me as you know one of the clintons because they all kind of you know uh had the same you know, dirty ass shoes to well, clean off. Same circles, and yeah, for sure. And yeah, and, uh, you, and, you, came and to a, you came to an actual logical conclusion. <laughs> and, and, and no, I'm yeah. actually being really serious about this. Sure. So I've talked to so many people about this. Like, oh, it was Clinton. Clinton had Epstein killed, and I I look at them and I'm like, okay, between Clinton and Trump, right now. Who has the most to lose? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's Clinton. Yeah, and ability, and ability to get it done as well. Yeah, be, I, being in a being in a federal jail, you know. I do not think it's Clinton. Maybe yeah. I'm just nuts. Maybe you know, like there's is one guy 
that hung out with Epstein that's currently in the government, yeah. that currently has <laughs> access to the Secret Service, CIA, and all the dudes that do all the bad yeah. things, and it's not Clinton. Yeah, for sure. It's the guy who's going to save them all because he turned. He's turned against him. Yeah, I know. It, it was, you know, and in the moment, you know what I mean? I, I can I can see anyone just trying to, and I, I am and still one of, am one of those people that just am like, hey, if there's a, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, I want to, you know, explore it. But at the same time, you know, I think we all kind of come to the conclusion that, you know, the wheel's going to keep spinning. Well, I think one of the main things about Q was they targeted a very sensitive subject mm -hmm. and it was a subject that's been really a problem for a while people have known about from the cartels to yeah. um just normal pedophiles sure. to uh, high profile like epstein and they made they sh shed light on something that has been happening for a while and it got a lot of emotion out of people mm -hmm. and anytime you can get emotion out of people you're you've based you've got control yeah. of them and at that point everybody wanted to jump on the bandwagon you mm -hmm. know trump's in the office and uh, how many people you know hated trump and this was another way for people who didn't hate trump to kind of jump on that bandwagon as well there was just a lot of emotion involved uh, yeah with the it, problem was that they got a lot of emotion that did nothing because the, the, the trust the plan motto mm -hmm. got everybody to say oh well I'm fired up about this, but I ain't got to do anything about it because yeah. it's handled. It was non-actionary. Right. It so, required yeah. no action. Yeah, yeah, so it really just made everybody take a step aside and yeah. not do anything, and it actually probably backfired and for in the a, people that, that believed in it. Absolutely, and and like anything, you know, it, it, any impact is going to have an equal and opposite, you know, reaction, and so when this hits hard on that side of the spectrum, it's going gonna, it's gonna to cause an equal reaction Mm -hmm. on the other side of the spectrum that you know um it it makes total sense to me that you know we talk about cia psyops and that sort of thing i don't think it has to be at that point anymore i think there are corporations i think modern marketing and advertising is psyop mm -hmm. you know like like i mean that's that's at, at its most basic level you know it, it is a it it's is a means of persuasion yeah, yeah. It's, it's a means of persuasion and you know uh it was just one of those things that was done so meticulously and like um you know i mean really not even that meticulously when when you when you watch the documentary and now that there was a lot of stuff that i think dead men you brought up that i didn't even know about until i watched the documentary um regarding who was the who was the father and son that ran that was their last name watkins uh, watkins that's yeah. what it was yeah this dude is is the biggest pedo i've ever seen in my entire mm -hmm. life yeah he's a the creep. biggest creep i've ever seen and his son seemed pretty cool until he you know until there was a lot of weird shit going on like and the fact that he, that like i don't know his his son seemed like he had i i don't did they say that he had he had asperger's maybe or something they were they were kind of trying to hint at it without yeah without it. yeah without saying and, it uh, but he definitely had that sort of had that sort of vibe but was also one of those guys who quoted art of the deal several times mm -hmm. during that documentary and like yeah i so we, we need to set that aside as another project is breaking yeah. down that right that um and, and then also like like you have to be fanatical to be into Q now you have to not even approach logic in any way shape or form to be like it's you, ego you know. at this point yeah it's, like, it uh, is ego i'm not at this gonna point. be wrong like this yeah. has to be right i can't for sure. be this 
you know i still I check the boards dumb, every <laughs> now and then just for the they call it the notables and sure. it's just a list of news articles of yeah. shit that's going on in the world yeah and that's a useful resource yeah. i think because it puts it it's almost like an rss feed but it's just random people that are like hey this looks important yeah but then you get the other dis- side of the discussion where you know they're like look it's at awesome. the q clock and if you invert this and <laughs> circle this part of the number that's what's the interesting tweet, about q yeah. is how they just seem to tie everything it's, to it's a bunch a of rain man shit yeah, yeah but then just, the other side is the guy that ma- i can't remember the guy that made the documentary on hbo but yeah. he went to um a private college out in washington whose communications and media department got its endowment from bill gates senior and he so, just and, and he, you know it, and it I, all comes full circle no matter which side you're on and i have some questions uh, in regards to the filmmaker as well because i'm like you just had a hunch in like 2015 that like or like it didn't start till 2017 but like when it when like the first for, sort of q post he committed his entire life to following this thing for three years and right. i'm like man that is a huge horse to that? bet on yeah, yeah. Exactly. that's a huge horse to bet on it to to now obviously he probably had some limits like in you know if i'm gonna follow this thing for a month and it goes nowhere then obviously i gotta call it quits so i'm sure there was some like fail proof stuff there but like you know for for this guy to just out of to randomly be like hey to randomly be like yeah i'm gonna follow this horse all the way down i don't know i you know and, and it very well just maybe you know there's probably way more factors and stuff that he saw that you know uh we didn't or or i you know am not aware of but like i don't know it I, was just it, it, i have some questions in regards to that as well i i think that and we can end on this but i think that is pointing to the um light of they who what whatever kind of psyop this was it was a psyop on conspiracies Mm because now when people look at q they're like oh well that was a conspiracy and you're telling me that no other conspiracies are like that well sure yeah but that's the that's the point behind it it, got to group everybody together yes yeah yeah, and and then when you it's it's almost like what they're doing now with with the coronavirus because i think everything's going to go back uh to shut down again they've given everybody you know everything back and you know they take stuff away and they give it back and they take it away Mm-hmm. There is a very large psychological effect when that happens, and when yeah. that ha- you actually posted something. Yeah, uh, I wrote a, a KGB it was, it was, member. Yeah, well, there was, the, there was the KGB um, would label people who disagreed with the government as um, it was like lazy schizophrenic, basically, or apathetic schizophrenic, and they could be locked away. But then I also had found the um, like a 1970s document on torture methods. And this was like last summer I wrote this, like when COVID first started, comparing every single bullet point in this torture method to what they're doing with give and take of what you can and can't get. And I need to rewrite it. You and know, or do an updated version of it, yeah. and that is a form of uh, torture or behavioral change, mm-hmm. like a you think conditioning, of, manipulation, think of, yeah, yeah, positive and negative reinforcement. You know, I mean, it, it's yeah. almost like a Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, yeah, like well, yes, mask, mask me harder, daddy. It, well, know? and also, I mean, we, we've given so much over to you know, kind of, we we've just handed so much over already that, like, you know, at, at this point. It's. It almost just seems like a matter of time, you know. Before you know. Uh, now, obviously, um, looking at other states of countries across the world, you know, I'm not going to sit here and complain. Uh, I mean, obviously, North Korea is a thing, but like, um, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talk maybe. about CIA yeah, psyops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you want a good yeah. lens on it, honestly, the best one I could say is India. India has Mm -hmm. a very large fanatical uh, religious base. And Mm -hmm. I don't say that out of school. I've actually had my my thumb on this because, you know, 
uh, I have scarred lungs. I'm highly susceptible to anything that this thing could do. So the second they said, hey, you can go get back, before they could say vaccinated, I was already there with a needle in my arm. Yeah. Because honestly, the the concept uh, of, of just catching this virus is too much for me to sure. even wrap my head around. Now, you're also talking to a guy whose immune system is so compromised that if I catch a fever, just a regular fever, something that will put you guys down for maybe a day or so, mm-hmm. I go into hallucinations i go into complete and uh, autonomous shutdown so yeah like uh yeah and that's insane so yeah this whole thing for me was those uh, a serious scare absolutely and 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 it's a situation that makes sense yeah um and 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 i'm fat (laughs) (laughs) we'll see and 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 see like like here's the thing is i mean you know uh arguably so am i a bit more i uh arguably like it's not a thing but like um but like you know i even called my doctor uh last year i had a scare where i was in very very close contact with someone who two days later showed very heavy symptoms and you know i called my doctor was like hey so so do i need to go you know what's my best you know method of getting tested like you know where do i go like what's my best move here and and she said well how many days has it been and i said it's been three days since contact um she said well do you, do you have any symptoms i said no can you smell or taste i said yeah and she goes well give it three days and if you don't show any symptoms you you're probably fine i said you don't think i need to go get tested she said you can if you want but you know if you're not showing any symptoms you probably don't need to and i was like you do see how much I weigh, right? Like, like it's on my chart. Like you have me pulled up there. I'm like, but I like my weight doesn't put me in a thing. She goes, well, maybe, maybe not. And I'm just like, okay, first of all, I think that like, there's there need to be more definite answers when I'm when, when, <laughs> right. when I'm calling my doctor. Am I going to die? Thing. Am yeah. I going to die? Thing. Because like, of my like, like what's the ser- what's the serious not. nature here? But at the same time, it's like it, it's like yeah, I I absolutely understand that there are millions of Americans that are that are, are, are immune compromised that you know do not have uh uh you know um the the best lungs on the planet Earth and and you know probably couldn't fare well against something like this, um you know. But at the same time, it's it. You know, it, when we're talking about cases and not deaths, I mean that's that's a win. I mean, it, it, in a lot of respects. Um, but at the same time, I mean, I, I don't know. It's it, it it's just a. It, I think what you're trying I to say is I can see both sides of it. There's I guess. a fear factor behind it. Yeah. Like obvious, I'm I'm in decent health, and I had. Uh, well, let me tell the story first before I tell you what it was. I was at home and I was having like this weird, uh, like throbbing. Like it was, it felt like it was hard for me to breathe. And at that point, I had started kind of gaining a little bit, a little bit more weight and my diet wasn't the best. Um, and so I had a nurse that lived next door and I called her. And this was, this was like probably a few months after COVID got really big. We were already shut down and everything. And I was like, I was like, hey, do you think I need to go get tested? I'm, I'm having a uh, shortness of breath. And um, I'm, I'm like, she asked me some other things. Like I said, no, I don't have a headache. I, my stomach doesn't really hurt. I, I, I'm not really sweating or like have any fever or anything. And she, and she said, okay, well, what did you eat? And this, at this point, it's like nine o'clock in the morning. And I said, well, I had a small glass of milk. Um, I had a pop tart because I was getting ready to work out. And something else. That's a good pre-workout. Yeah, it's the best pre-workout. It is. Out sugar. <laughs> um, no comment. And then she, <laughs> and then she goes, uh, oh, no, it probably, it's probably just heartburn. And I was like, what? I, I said, I've never had a heartburn before. And she said, well, you probably have. You just 
didn't really know that it was heartburn. And now that this is, you know, everything is what it is, that little filling in your chest, it's a little bit more psychologically mm-hmm. than, than what it was, you know, a few months ago. So the heartburn that was there a few months ago, because it didn't just come up and, and get to be that bad today. Right, like, yeah. it, this is something that's happened over time. And she she basically said, like, yeah, you, you should be fine. If basically what, what your doctor told you yeah. what she told me. And I, I also, you know, and, and that's not everyone. No, not everyone's in that same situation. And, you know, um, that's uh, definitely a major factor of it. But at the end of the day, I think there's a lot of things that, that could have been, I think, handled just with a little bit more, um, you know, if, if we are going to be a society that emphasizes sensitivity um, and, you know, inclusion, there is something to be said for you know um uh fear-mongering for those that maybe aren't as as you know um compromised as other folks not that people don't need to be informed and not that they don't need to have access to the care that they need but i think that there were a lot of people who may have overacted in fear that took resources away from people who maybe needed them quicker and and Mm -hmm. and in a better and in a better means so you know that's i i think there's a there's a weird balance to be had there and uh it just seems like you know a lot of folks aren't aren't trying to keep that as balanced as possible, but who knows? Uh, Sounds like where a Q COVID podcast. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But no, uh, let's go ahead and dive in here, Matt. One of the things that you sent over to us that was uh, really exciting was you got UBH Jeopardy here for us. What what made you want to go into this? You guys did uh, a couple episodes ago, a few episodes back. You guys did like the '90s trivia, or yeah, yeah, along yeah, those yeah, lines. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought, you know, I I have a lot of random just stuff you know here and there in documents for years and years and i thought why don't i make a game like kind of like a trivia thing and you guys do a lot of pop culture stuff on you know you have comedians on and i thought well we'll do some pop culture stuff that's kind of entertaining and then i'll throw in some conspiracy stuff but kind of make it a question so i just took some stuff that i had and my wife made a couple categories with me as well one of them in the second round uh, i put her name on it because it was just it's just kind of funny one okay and uh, it, it's more for fun, but it'll have some information in it, too, at the same time. So okay. I thought that'd be better than me just doing a long dialogue about some <laughs> sure. subject. Yeah. Yeah, no, th- this will be fun. So, so Nick, let's put a little wager on this. I, I, it's going to be me versus you on this, I think. Did you mind moderating? Like, I, I mean, obviously, I, I, you know all the answers, yeah. so I figured that'd be the thing. Yeah, and I've got a PDF of it on my phone, too, because okay, cool. there's a couple that it's going to take a minute to read okay. the question, but most of them are short. Okay, uh, so, Nick, let's put a wager on this. Hmm. 50 push-ups. <laughs> I got that. I mean, I, that's going to be a hard bill for me to pay. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> there has to be risk. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. Uh, let's see here. How about if I win... Um, you get free dinner the next time we leave. Sounds if fair. you win, uh, wait, no. If you win, you get free dinner. If I ah, win, I thought you were gonna. I know, I know. right? <laughs> I win, so I'm buying you yeah. dinner. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if I win, I'm so excited. We're I going win. To eat. You Scooby. have to make me a steak. Oh, okay. I mean, I'll buy it, but like, you, no, you yeah, just yeah, have yeah. to make it for me. Okay, okay. All right, I do. I, I do make a pretty decent steak. Yeah. Either way, I end up buying dinner. But I don't know. <laughs> how, are we just gonna do? I don't have anything to keep score. Oh so well, I mean, I guess we got, can just you have scrap uh, paper over I there or this. anything. Or actually, I can. Uh, or yeah, you can do it on a tally. Yeah, yeah, I just I don't. Just I, it's just hard to keep switching back and forth over and over again. Uh yeah. The 
I put it in Keynote because it's Mac, and if he had PowerPoint, I could actually do it, run a script that would have had a scorekeeper at the bottom. That was about the only difference. Yeah. Uh, and so this way, we're going to have to go straight through each category yeah. one at a time instead of random picking, but with that in mind, I made some of them kind of goofy. Yeah. So, uh, Nick, do you want to keep your score and I'll keep mine? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, so we'll just do one one point each. All right. So let's go ahead and see what we got here. Okay, first category is unlikely roommates. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess, yeah, let's just start. Unlikely roommates. This man bear pig hunting vice president and this man in black were roommates at Harvard. Oh, who is Dick Cheney and eh. man bear pig hunting vice? Oh, shit. That's a South Park reference. Fuck. Man bear pig. He's super serial, you guys. Oh my gosh. I feel so bad. <laughs> I feel so bad I don't know this reference. We're roommates at Harvard. I don't know. Al Gore and Tommy Lee Jones. I knew Tommy oh, Lee Jones was the Damn it. Was the, uh, was <laughs> damn it. All right. Zero's there. Okay. All right. These two movie and TV stars lived together in LA in the 80s and formed an iron bond that has lasted much longer than 24 years. Oh, who's Robert Downey Jr. and Kiefer Sutherland? Yep. Yes. Good one. Ooh. All right. I didn't one know the for Kiefer me. Sutherland. There These two go. sets of roommates may have went on double dates in the 90s. The men still are having a dynamic or the men are still a dynamic duo, but the women don't get along so well. These two so there's so it's four people. So there's four names. Yeah, and it was two sets of roommates and they dated each other. Like the two guys dated the two chicks. Oh shit. Still a dynamic duo. Mm, I don't know this one. I don't know. Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Winona Ryder, and Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, okay, I guess Matt I didn't know Damon. that. Did not know that. All right. Good. Their NYC apartment was probably a real cuckoo's nest when they weren't romancing the stone or involved in a war of the roses. <laughs> so, oh, um, I think Dead Man one. knows this one. <laughs> Who is Jack Nicholson? Eh. <laughs> Who played in the cuckoo's? The one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Oh shit! Danny DeVito and Michael Douglas. Oh uh, damn it! I was going to say yeah. Jack Nic Jack Nicholson too. Damn it! Okay, these two total opposites were roommates at Juilliard and formed a lifetime friendship. When one had a horrific accident, the other was the first to make him laugh by posing as a Russian proctologist in the hospital. Who the fuck did you come up with these? <laughs> <laughs> Google search. Russian Weird roommates. <laughs> the other was the first to make him laugh by posing as a Russian proctologist. I don't know. I don't you know this me, one. Man. Christopher Reeve and Robin Williams. I almost... I, I said... I wanted to say Robin Williams for one of them, but yeah, okay. I would have never put them two together. Interesting. I didn't know Robin Williams went to Juilliard. Interesting. I didn't either. Okay, so the second category is COVID numbers, since we okay. were talking about COVID. There we go. The following all reported this number 
of active or total COVID cases at some point. Ontario, Canada, Union Territory, India, the entire country of Malta, La Paz County, Arizona, non-residents of Florida tested in Florida, Treasure Coast, Florida, Wilkes County, Georgia, Evanston, Illinois, Osceola County, Isla, Lafourche, Paris, Louisiana, or Parish, Louisiana, Chemung County, New York, the state of North Dakota, Gloucester, Rhode Island, Wichita County, uh, Falls, Texas, Braxton County, West Virginia, Morgan County, West Virginia, and La Crosse County, Wisconsin, all had the same number of new cases at some point. What is 666? That's right. <laughs> I remember reading that. Yeah, I, I, that was yeah, that was really interesting. I mean, it just yeah, that seems odd that that all those places would have an article in which they specified that number. I mean, I think Sam Tripoli, mean, but, but it, and, and it wasn't just that and also number. The, there the were headline, some other numbers. Wouldn't too. it yeah. just make sense to say 650 plus? Yeah, you know what right. I mean. I don't know. The following all reported this number of COVID hospitalizations at some point. Alberta, Canada, Jiangsu, China, the state of Colorado, Miami-Dade County, Florida, and the state of Georgia. Is it 666 again? It's 666 again. Okay, here's a long one. I'm going to try to bust (laughs) through these. The following what is 666? Report- yeah, the following all reported this number in new COVID cases. Sabin, Borneo, Quebec, Canada, Saskatchewan, Canada, the nation of Cuba, Assam, India, Bengal, <laughs> India, Jammu and Kashmir, India, Mumbai, India, Manipur, India, Odisha and Kadura, India, Pune, India, Kurdistan, region of Iraq, Osaka, Japan, the nation of Kuwait, the nation of Latvia, the nation of Pakistan, the nation of South Korea, the nation of Spain, the nation of Tunisia, the nation of Ukraine, Bristol, UK, Derbyshire, UK, Nottinghamshire, UK, Somerset, UK, the state of Alabama, the the state of Arizona, Los Angeles County, California, Polk County, Florida, Tampa Bay, Florida, the state of Florida, <laughs> the state of Iowa on two separate occasions, four months apart, Louisville, Kentucky, Taylor, Michigan, the state of Minnesota, the state of New York, the state of North Carolina, the state of Oklahoma on two separate occasions, the state of Oregon, <laughs> Westmoreland County, Pennsylvania, the state of Rhode Island, the state of South Carolina, the state of South Dakota, Davidson County, Tennessee, the entire state of Tennessee, El Paso, Texas, the state of Texas, the Nova region of Virginia, the state of Virginia on two separate occasions had this many new cases. What is 666? That's right. And hey, I have, and I I have links right, to back you. up every single one of those That's, in a spreadsheet. So. Just, <clears throat> I don't know. El Paso, Texas is my hometown. Is it? Well, they had so, 666 uh, new cases at some point. You kind of passed that number going into the thousands. I'm not sure yeah. if you know yeah. how numbers Oh, sure. Were. Yeah, but, but, it, <laughs> but in the headline. But I'm saying they put this number specifically in the headline. Yeah. Like I was trying to interject a little bit earlier, yeah. the reason for it is because it gets clicks. Sure. Yeah. Like that number in itself biblically yeah. doesn't mean anything. Yeah, However, I one hundred percent agree. People with still you. have an association. But, in but the what mind, it's, so it's, yeah, it is, yeah, an it is a number until the, yeah. until the people who read it give it its its meaning. I mean, it's it's one of those things that like you know, it's uh, yeah, exactly. It, it is a number and it does exist very easily between yeah. one and a thousand. But you know, in my yeah. opinion, angels and demons don't exist. So, but I do understand human psychology. Right. And, yeah. 666 is uh, a scary number. A scary number for a yeah. lot of people. It, exactly. It's, yeah. it's, and it's a powerful number for others. Whether it's real or not, the placebo effect is a thing. So a 777. Jackpot. Right. Okay. Yeah, for sure. The following all reported this number of total COVID deaths at some point. Victoria, Australia, the nation of Germany, Mojave County, Arizona on two separate occasions, the state of Georgia, Allen County, Indiana, the state of Maryland in one month, Knox County, Tennessee, and the state of New Hampshire. What is 666? Yes, sir. Yeah. And then this is just kind of the bonus one. Last week, there were this many cases of COVID infection amongst, quote, fully vaccinated people in New Hampshire. Let me guess. 666. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) 
So there's yeah. there's our COVID and numbers. It does make it does make you know complete sense that they put that out there for clicks. But even then, you know what I mean. The number is being used for you know a a a method of vanity as opposed I'd like to, to look one up of the, truth. Which, I haven't you know, done it yet. I'd like to look up at the counties and see if there's any correlation and leadership or yeah. voting or you know anything like that either direction yeah i don't know and and it probably it probably is across the board and it does make sense to me occam's razor says it's it's it's, it's probably is the fact that it just gets a bunch of clicks right but it's you know it's uh i don't know that's so just how uh, how familiar are you with like internet culture and stuff like that i mean Fairly. i yeah. mean not very probably okay you ever heard the name like uh let's just take a really famous name like pewdiepie yeah Unfortunately, yeah. Okay, so we all know who PewDiePie <laughs> is. Yeah. We also know that PewDiePie dropped an N-bomb. Mm-hmm. Right. On live stream with the hard R. How many YouTube videos reacting, how many YouTube sure. articles reacting, all cited the exact same thing happening? And it was one sentence about PewDiePie, 68 and a half sentences about what they thought about it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, the the emotional connection to mm-hmm. that number is the same thing as, you know, a 13-year-old's connection to PewDiePie. Sure. Right. Oh, my God. PewDiePie said yeah. this. Now I have to go read every single word ever written about this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, and, and, the, and, and the ultimate point, I think, in bringing this up for me anyway, <laughs> is the fact that, like, you know, th- this is why you need to be wary of the media you get, whether you get it from the internet or whether you get it from the news like like because they know what gets an emotional reaction and they're going to use it to their ends and that's i guess i guess that's the whole point of of like me saying this is that in us doing this i think is not necessarily to say that oh yeah people that they all post 666 so they all you know operate in the devil's work but they do all post 666 for the emotional reaction that right. it gets for the ad money exactly ad and, and, and yeah. that makes sense but at the same time like like it's it's the realization that they are willing to do that ab- above you know because they what, care more about the ad revenue than they do about giving actual legitimate information theoretically yes or exactly. well, well that yeah, yeah, yeah that sure. or yeah. it's just they know that whatever their uh, intent of it is they know they're going to get fear from it yeah right. like the and I've said this on several shows the reason they don't teach psychology as a main subject from middle school throughout high school is because they don't want people that smart they Mm -hmm. don't want people to understand psychology and they don't want people to understand how the brain can be easily manipulated just by looking at three numbers and then taking those three numbers and someone telling you that a very evil entity is tied to this three numbers and if you don't do this you're going to go to that place where that entity is like if that's if people just understood a little bit of psychology. Yeah. I, well, I, I have a different take on why they don't teach psychology in, in, during those grades. And I think m- namely because when we're teenagers, the whole fucking world's against us. We have depression, anxiety. We have fill in the blank. Whatever we see on TV portrayed, uh, even the things as serious as like autism, like if if they teach psychology, a self diagnosis from a teenager is more than like to a going teenager, to yeah. So what they do is they keep that toolbox out of a teenager's hands, who's going through hormonal changes, who's going through situational, and even sometimes you know kids move. Sometimes, like I moved a lot during my my middle school and high school years. So like if you were to take me to a psychologist, then and I did, you know what I mean? Because I was I have you know mental issues, but who in the United States doesn't right now? And uh, so every time I went to one of these doctors, it was a different diagnosis mm-hmm, because yeah. each one of them has different schools of sure. thought, whatever, yeah. whatever. So 
I think maybe that's more likely. Like, hey, you know what? These kids are already depressed. Let's not make them aware. Yeah. <laughs> See, I think, I, I think that's the problem because I'm 32 years old and I just became aware of some things that I probably should have been taking aware of at the age of 20 and when i say that it needs to be introduced in middle school they don't need to go balls deep in sexual psychology or behavioral psychology but they need to know how the brain works and how the brain is um how the reward systems in the brain works how the chemicals uh the chemical reaction from you know masturbation or the chemical reaction from pewdiepie uh, Pewdiepie, you know yeah what whatever it might like if they understood just a little bit then the ones who who are um, able to functionally understand, even if they do have, if if that you know they, they have the brain capacity to um, take that information and then apply it to themselves and say, hey, okay, maybe I do have some. Those people will go and do more research. But then the people who aren't ready for that, they would at least have their foot in the door and be like, okay, well. I've heard that this kind of stuff happens to some people. Now they're 18, 19 years old. Now they can go in and, and do a little bit more research well, rather than waiting till my age at 32 because we never really got into psychology or anything like well, that. Well, the internet's now a thing. That changes the entire game. We're almost hyper aware of, of, yeah. of, of that now. Yeah. And, and I think that's kind of what, what I think you're talking about is people being so fixated on, you know, maybe they're just feeling bummed about not doing well on a test and we don't want those kids to walk around thinking they have manic depression you know just because that that you know something they, that's the same problem with hypochondriacs reading webmd you know what i mean it's like if it's you go cancer. type in yeah exactly well, now yeah, it's yeah, yeah it's, it's cancer, cancer and covid yeah, one yeah, of the c yeah. words yeah it, it's, it's cold it, answer it, i was yeah. just about to say covid answer. yeah, yeah. comorbidities but, but no i i think that i think that that's one of the good things and we've talked about this i think on a couple podcasts is that i think that's one of the good things about being a kid now is that like you do have those internet resources you you, you know you don't necessarily need to have that public school setting to yeah. learn about that sort of thing you can watch a, you know, you you can watch an informational video on YouTube, yeah. or, or you can hear from other kids, you know, your age that ha- that are going through some things, and you can, you know, kind of gauge a little bit easier, like, oh, mine's, you know, I'm not going through something quite this right. tragic, or I mean, cr- quite this uh, uh, intense, exactly. But like, but but maybe it's like, but maybe that could also show someone, hey, you know, this this is something that we um, that I need to look into a little bit yeah. more. So yeah, I, I think that definitely um, has evened that out a little bit. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think that I think uh, more of an awareness, especially for because so much so much of the decision making in this country is is being done by people who are not aware, which yes. is which is I think um, kind of what you were alluding to is that if they were just to because those that like know the most about psychology are probably implementing it in you know that's what advertisement I've, yes. or yeah exactly hundred percent exactly 100%. Also, also remember that. All of all of the school curriculum is not written by parents or yeah. by, by teachers, and it's not written by the principal. It's written by the PTA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, imagine how many moms yeah. who are very ignorant of depression, of body dysmorphia. Mm-hmm. Let's yes. look at that one. Man, uh, body oh, I'm so glad you brought yeah. that. Yeah. Up. yeah, for sure. Now, all these all these all these moms watch people like the counterculture mom or they watch Ben Shapiro or they watch you know fill in the blank sure. even if it's left wing yeah. even if they watch Anderson Cooper mm-hmm. or they watch whoever else Maddow whatever uh, Rachel Maddow Vanderbilt and yeah. uh, <laughs> and all they hear is that well it's not as bad as you think 
So they get something on that docket that says, hey, we want to teach your kids about body dysmorphia. And they have that voice in their head, that Anderson Cooper, that Ben Shapiro, mm-hmm. that says, it's not that bad. It's not yeah. that bad. And you yeah. shouldn't worry about it. Yeah. So they strike that down. Yeah. Yeah. And imagine just trying to be a principal or a teacher, yeah. trying to get something across to these kids. Like, hey, what you're feeling is normal. How yeah. do I reach these kids? And, yeah. and the thing is, is that question in Hello, itself is youths. born from the idea of what can I say and what can I not say? Mm-hmm. If, this yeah. kid, if this kid hears me say that homosexuality or being homosexual is okay, goes home and tells his troglodyte parents with yeah. shotguns mm-hmm. in the closet, what's going to happen to me? Yeah. Yeah, sure. So totally agree. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's that's very valid as well. I mean, I I certainly uh, I have a few friends that are teachers, and they have had had they have had scenarios where they've been like, you know, I really wanted to like they've had kids that are, (coughs) you know, um, in high school that are starting to explore the ideas of you know um uh different types of gender and and that sort of thing and that they're they're like i want to have an open conversation with these kids but i know who their parents are and i'm yeah that's a yeah that's a very valid thing that's a pretty good so, lead into the next uh, yeah, category. Yeah. Sorry, sorry to derail. Which is, yeah, no, it's okay. yeah, no, no, it's okay. No, the next category is called the babysitter is a little weird. So okay. that's actually like the perfect, <laughs> the perfect lead in for that. Uh, so uh, there wasn't any full on Californication, but if you turn back time, you'll learn of the time he secretly watched this pop legend undress and got to sleep in her bed. Ooh, is that Cher? And uh, Anthony Kiedis? Yes. Yeah. I point for Kyle. Wow. Interesting. Okay. Babysat Cher. Buy Cher. No. Oh, buy Cher. Okay. Yeah, Cher yeah. was, he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, years after the babysitting arrangement, one was dating Billy Bob Thornton shortly before the other one married him. Ooh. <laughs> I know one of them's Angelina Jolie. And the other one is. Damn it. Sharon Stone? Laura Dern. Ah, Laura Dern. Apparently, she, her dad, and uh, John Voight were good friends. Ah, so gotcha. John Voight's another one that creeps. Me yeah, out. he's an interesting cat. I always get him and <laughs> uh, yeah. Christopher Walken mess. Well, yeah, they, they look a lot alike. Yeah, they've got some they similarities. Really he just creeps me out. Yeah. Have yeah. you ever heard the guy like talk? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got this like, really kind of low voice. Like, yeah. I know I have a low voice. I know like, yeah. I, I'm a baritone. I get it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, But like that, the way he He talks, really emphasizes it, though. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it creeps me. Yeah. Like, just imagine walking by him in a hotel room somewhere, and he's just like, Good night, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Batman, what the fuck? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Where are the other drugs going? Oh, yeah. God. Just John. Yeah. <laughs> Go to John, bed. Yeah. Fuck. Go make water. Fucking uh, volleyballs. Because Voight. Okay, never mind. <laughs> okay, why should I change? He's the one who sucks. This Laker girl and pop diva said this soft ballad singer was, and I'm paraphrasing, a no-talent ass clown at babysitting before he started winning Grammys. Is that Michael Bolton? <laughs> yes, and? <laughs> uh, Paula. Oh, shit. I yep. would not have guessed Paula. Yep. Oh, fucking A. That was the <laughs> Damn. I I, even that know. was not even on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> I had to go with the office space on yeah, that. Oh, that was that a good was one. Fantastic. Okay. I, I, when school was out for summer, he had a not very excellent adventure finding fake poop in his babysitter's fridge, but at least it wasn't dead babies. <laughs> Leave my snacks out of this. <laughs> Is this uh, Keanu Reeves? And? And... I don't know. 
Alice Cooper. <laughs> Apparently, uh, they lived they lived across the street from Keanu's dad had a recording studio. Okay, and Alice Cooper lived across the street. And no wonder he likes. And, and Alice so Cooper much. has a song called "Dead Babies." So that's why uh, I'm not gotcha. accusing him of being a, no. a Epstein or anything. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He also has a song called "Cold Edna." Yeah, this is true. You know what that's about. <laughs> really? I don't. I don't. Necrophilia. Take a, take oh, a long guess. Cold Edna. Well, there you yeah. go. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Alice gotcha, Cooper, gotcha. That definitely makes sense. There we go. Cold All right. Edna. Blue Lines and Blurred Lines. He was babysitting this pop collaborator the night he got the call about being traded from Edmonton to Los Angeles. Oh, is this Wayne Gretzky and Blurred Robin lines. Thicke? Like, yep. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Wow, I, rem- I remember <laughs> hear- I remember hearing that on like a morning show somewhere. All right, we've got uh, who s- who said that is this category. COVID nineteen is not a major threat for the people of the United States, and this is not something that the citizens of the United States right now should be worried about. CDC, who said that? The uh, Fauci. Yep. Mm. Anthony Fauci. CDC. You'd think it's Trump, but it's not. Yeah. I said CDC. I said, yeah. Same well, difference. I mean, in January, yeah. that seemed like a bit more accurate statement. That was a much more but. accurate statement in January. Yeah. All right. The typical mask you buy in the drugstore is not really effective in keeping out virus, which is small <laughs> enough to pass through the material. <laughs> I do not recommend that you wear a mask, particularly since you are going to a very low-risk location. Who said that? Is mm, Fauci as well? That yeah. is Anthony Fauci. <laughs> Now that's uh, that is medically that that's that's not correct. Uh, well, he said it. The thing is, is that are, are you going to trust the science? <laughs> the thing is, is that he's not lying. He is correct. The virus itself was small enough to pass through the masks. However, you don't breathe out strictly virus. You're not a Resident Evil character, right? You breathe out moisture. The moisture is what gets caught in the mask, he and then you get pneumonia. Wrong. Look, which I, is how which he authored co-authored a paper about how in the 1918 pandemic more people died of pneumonia from having respiratory issues from wearing the masks than they did from the flu well it's on the nih which, website which the flu has virtually just disappeared yeah well, well, yeah. well, well the cdc also just put out that they need to change the pcr tests and the recommendation was that they get one that can tell the difference between covid and the flu right on the cdc website but hey it's just a conspiracy theory right guys <laughs> So anyway, uh, next quote. Uh, In the United States, there's absolutely no reason whatsoever to wear a mask. And then we go to, when you're in the middle of an outbreak, wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better, and it might even block a droplet, but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. And often, there are unintended consequences. People keep fiddling with the mask, and they keep touching their faces. Who said that one? I mean, I feel feel like I have a guess, but I'm just going to go ahead and pull it up. Yeah, it was Fauci again. Okay, uh, if one assumes that the number of asymptomatic or minimally symptomatic cases is several times as high as the number of reported cases, the case fatality rate may be consistently less than 1%. This suggests that the overall clinical consequences of COVID-19 may be ultimately be more akin to those of a severe seasonal influenza, which has a case fatality rate of approximately 0.1%. And yeah, that I do remember actually... Uh, wait, 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 I know this one. Yeah. Anthony Fauci. That's right. Oh, there we go. <laughs> and once again, medically, he's not wrong. The the, yeah. the the problem with these quotes is that if, and this and I really don't mean to step on this, but you know, again, I, this is why Kyle likes having me around. Uh, 
I, I was on a I was on a discussion I was on a, a debate on Smugcast with TC and TC was talking the same way about climate change and about how oh it's was global warming then it was this and it was this and however you have to have blind faith in the data or this and that and I told him no the problem with this kind of data is that if you don't know how to interpret it or to have the education to actually know what's going on it seems on a on a surface level very facetious and very skin deep however when you do know about seasonal flus and when you do know about morbidity rates strictly caused directly by the virus which is what he's refer- referencing in this statement mm-hmm. it is it is factually correct it is now, factually correct when you go into other factors which i believe he followed up this statement with such as comorbidity such as pre-existing uh which accounted for 94 percent yeah. Based on his own statistics, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Matt's saying that these are correct. I just think he's pointing. I'm not. Out I'm that not Fauci saying that. I'm saying it's the fact that it's the fact that we're being told trust the science, and the guy is saying completely opposite things back yeah. and forth. That's what I got. That's the purpose these. I'm making. I'm not. I'm not arguing one way or another about how you're supposed to feel about COVID. I'm making the point that Fauci's a piece of shit, hypocrite, and he says different things back and forth over and over again. What's the What's the phrase? The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results well, why the yep. fuck are we doing another lockdown more mask mandates oh get vaccinated and everything will go back to normal oh just kidding now the vaccinated are carrying higher viral loads according to them so like which is it well why it, do we need to keep i understand that there's people that are immunocompromised i understand that fully but we're at the point where if if that's the case you're going to be careful in other, you know, flu, cold and flu season as well. If I'm sick, I don't go around my 94-year-old grandma. I've, yeah. been, you know, been that way as long as she's been my grandma and yeah. I've been an adult. You know, yeah. that's how that works. People need to take personal responsibility, but we don't need the government stepping in and saying, you have to wear a mask and you have to have a vaccine passport to go in this place. Well, you have to have a vaccine to do this, even though the vaccine people are getting COVID just as much and still carrying it and they can still pass it on. Well, that's capitalism. And now, yeah. and, that, and, now and it's, live and it's fascism, actually. That's the government. The, the definition of fascism from Italy in World War II was the government aligning itself with corporations to get them to do the government's bidding without the government yep. having to enact a law. And that's exactly what they're doing yep. biden stands up and says well we're going to make recommendations that businesses enact this so that we don't have to pass a law that's yeah. exactly what's going on yeah they don't have to pass a law because all their big cronies that are funding their pockets on both sides on both sides and are and going to through touch it. on that even more live nation they just announced that every um every uh concert that they hold you have to have a pa- a uh, vaccine um card or you have to have a uh, negative covid test. and i won't be going to a live Which, nation i mean a negative covid test that's that means nothing really I mean, yeah because it, it, it's within the, what the last 48 or 72 hours 72 yeah okay so you get it in between your test and yeah, then so you're gonna tell me I mean, thirty thousand people for for ruoff or or wherever it might be are gonna go a couple of days before to get these coat like right that's, yeah well in like man it's it's one of those things where like it, when it comes to like 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 i like when it comes to quoting specifically now in this situation anthony fauci just simply happens to be the face of you know the 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 doctor that has been utilized by the uh uh you know uh, powers that be to represent you know sort of the face of this thing and i think the the main point here that that i want people to take away from this is the fact that while these statements in and of themselves are not factually wrong 
it does mean that like what someone says, whether they're opposition to what you believe or what, or whether they're reinforcing what you believe, everything needs to be taken with objectivity. And if you want to go learn more about germ theory and you want to go learn more about, you know, the, the, the microbiology that goes into these sorts of things. And, you know, um, that that's something that the average person, you know, can have time for and wants to do, then that's dope. And that's awesome. But at the same time, the average American, the, the majority of, of Americans, are getting a lot of this stuff on the surface and you know it's it just it, it's one of those things when when we when you know trust the science and trust the plan sound very close to me ding, and, ding, ding, and ding, ding, ding. that's and that's one of those things where you shouldn't trust either one blindly um, because when you have two uh, two medical professionals that disagree it does come down to belief. A lot of people are like, you know, well, it's, it's, it, you know, if an expert says, you know, an expert says this, you know, then where does I believe come in? Well, when you, when experts disagree and, you know, they, they don't have the platform to, to, to go back and forth, you know, in a public setting, you know, people have to take what they get at surface value. And unfortunately, the easiest way to get that and the, and the most palpable way of getting that is through social media, which is just a shit show in general, or the media who we just pointed out is willing to give you information and and willing to give you um, uh, information in a way that gets an emotional value and you know when someone who with the with the public notoriety and and public sort of trust yeah exactly C- credentialism and uh, the credentials and trust of the, of the public um and the trust of, of those powers that be you know that's why this person as much as the president you know should be you know uh, criticize and should be should be taken into consideration and you could make an you could make an entire uh uh you know list like this for trump quotes and and, and it would Absolutely. be it, the point would be the same take these people that you're supposed to be listening to and hold them accountable and, and, hold them accountable and yeah he was it, never held accountable for aids either yeah well no. and you know it's uh you know that's a i mean that's a that's a chat for another time but like i, I think it's uh you know that's the whole point i uh, of this is is you know while these statements are not factually incorrect you know and and timing and context is very important on them as well like it, poke go poke holes if you don't know what holes to poke go learn about them and i'm not going to sit here and tell you i know everything about germ theory i don't think matt's going to sit here and tell you he knows no. everything about germ theory but or terrain theory but, yeah but but when you're giving me these but when you're giving the people you know information like this in these quotes you know what i mean it's one of those things where you have to admit that the science is changing and you can't just say trust the science now. Or that now, it's now, settled. Now, if That's you tell me trust the scientific process, that things are gonna, we're gonna need to figure out what works and what doesn't. Some stuff is not gonna work the first time. We got to figure it out. We got to mix it up. That makes way more sense to me right. than, than just trust the science and it's because, black and white and it's, that it's means binary in, that a, in a lot with, of forms. Yeah, they say the science is settled. Well. The, it was. It, I don't science think should never be settled. The science yeah. is not settled. Anymore. Yeah, the science right. is not exactly. settled on anything. Exactly. Disingenuous. Yeah. Now I'll. I'll 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 just put this little thing on it. And once again, I really am sorry to derail everything. I'll just put this little thing out there for you guys. Just remember that Fauci was one working for Trump, mm-hmm. and two for the and last, Obama and Bush and yeah, Clinton and Reagan. Trump is <laughs> Trump is the one who paraded him out. Right. We didn't know who the fuck Anthony Fauci was eight years ago. Sure. Trump was the one that paraded him out. And mm-hmm. as for the whole trust to science thing, the only like spin i can put on that is just remember for the last four or five years since trump has been such a a, a public figure we've had everything boiled down to catchphrases mm-hmm. 
like everything that came out of that man's mouth was a was either complete gibberish or a fucking catchphrase. Yeah. Idiocracy. Yeah, he just didn't have Obama's That's writers. It was idiocracy. Yeah. So uh, Obama's writer, well, I don't know. I don't know. Like, but the 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 idea of you know trust the science being this mantra, you, you can literally put it on this culture of the last five or six years of Trump boiling everything down to one or two, uh, you know, words catchphrases mm-hmm. make America great again. Sure. Or Obama, yes we can. Or yeah. Obama, yes we can. Yeah. Or Hillary, yeah, I'm, sure. one of the, I'm with her. And, one you of the know, first, I mean, they're all one of the first things they teach you in psychology is patterns. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Your brain will catch on to patterns. <laughs> sure. George W. Bush, anything. mission accomplished in 2003. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody looked at that. Um, yeah. But is it? Yeah. yeah on yeah, uh, yeah. just yeah. as today, we're now, finding out that, that the Taliban's <laughs> taking over Kabul again. Yeah. So that's all right. Let's. Uh, what's our next category here? Uh, we've got uh, strange music collaborations. Okay. And this is part one. The second round has uh, this category as well. Okay. The song is "The View," and the hint is "Velvet Puppets." Ooh. I feel like Ky- I felt like this would be a category Kyle would be good at. Yeah, he's going to dominate this. Is it Slash? Nope. Oh, Velvet. So, oh, no, hold I on. I see where you're going with Velvet that. Velvet Underground. Yeah. You're, you're referencing Velvet Underground. But Velvet and Revolver, I like yeah, yeah. I like the way you're going with that. Uh, Velvet Underground. Is it Tom Waits? Nope. Who is it? It's Lou Reed and Metallica. Lou Reed, that's what I meant. Damn it. So Velvet. Master of Puppets. Velvet Underground, I couldn't Master figure Puppets. out the reference there. Okay. Damn it. I see how you're. Yeah, I, I, I like to throw in my dad jokes with the there hands a little bit. <laughs> okay, so we got the song Daddy Issues, and the Sin Wagon was jumping, jumping. So is that Beyonce, one of them? Yeah, yeah. Beyonce Daddy and issues. Miley Cyrus? Eh. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Dixie uh, Chicks. Oh, interesting. I, I guess I didn't I didn't know that was a Dixie Chicks yeah. song. Yeah, that was one of their, I mean, not that anybody really. Yeah, sure. None yeah, of yeah. us were really Dixie Chicks fans, I imagine. Yeah. I'm just guessing, but uh, I sure wasn't. Okay, song is Winter Wonderland. One made it snow in Oz. One auditioned for the Mickey Mouse Club with Ice Ice Baby. Ooh, made it snow in Oz. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is this DMX? Nope. And no. Damn it. Made it snow. So. Oh, is it Ozzy Osbourne? Yes. And Ozzy Osbourne and. You're never going to get it. Ryan Gosling? <laughs> Jessica Simpson. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. She used yeah. Ice Ice Baby as the song. As, one, as her audition. Yeah. Blizzard of Oz. That's probably That's what, great. like 92 or 3 or something. Yeah. Okay, we've got song The Omen, and the mob scene is rough. Yeah, I have no idea. Notice the spelling R-U-F-F. That should be a big hint. Was it? So DMX or Rough Riders? Yep. Yeah, DMX and... Trying to think of his crazy collab. Uh, I have no idea. Oh, Marilyn Manson. Oh shit! Yeah, it literally just hit me off. Like, <laughs> yeah. Damn, I didn't even know these were a thing. Interesting. Yeah, there's a, a YouTube videos for most of them, so I'll post those. Uh, yeah. When I get time, <laughs> the song is "Lick Mick I'm Arsh." I don't know how to pronounce that. And the Lick, is Arsh. Lick my ass. The Seven Nation Posse. So oh, Jack White and Insane Clown Posse. Yeah. yeah. Clown Posse. Oh shit. Yep. Not one that you. That is weird picture. as hell. <laughs> okay, we're doing uh, this next one. Is named the News Corporation. So you're going to read the headlines and then guess what news 
uh, website published the articles. <laughs> so the first one is Donald Trump prefers his steak well done, aka the worst possible way. And the second headline is if you judge people for how they like their steak, Ooh. you might be a Trump supporter. Is this Huffington New York Post? Times? That's Huffington uh. Post. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay, the next one, the first headline is Our Country is Full. Trump's declaration carries far right echoes that go back to the Nazi era. The second headline is Harris warns Guatemalans they will be turned back if they come to the U.S. border illegally. <laughs> That looks like the New York Times. It does. Washington Post. Ah, Close. I was trying to judge by the font. (laughs) The next, I know, some of them you can kind of tell by the font. Next one, the first headline, in defense of the Electoral College. And note, this was November 12th, 2012, so right after that election. The second headline, the Electoral College is an instrument of white supremacy and sexism. Oh, wow. From November 2016. This is the New York Times. Nope. Damn it. Uh, Hold on. Um, Nick? Oh, what is that? I, I can't think of the name of that new, that news article. Slate. Or that news corporation. Slate? I wasn't going to say Slate. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, that didn't come to my head. But Okay, the next one. First headline, where's the outrage over Russia's hack of the U.S. election? Second headline, no, the presidential election can't be hacked. To CNN. That's CNN. Oh, it, oh, it says, also said the, yeah. CNN. <laughs> I, did, I swear I didn't see that before. I think you clicked on the answer slide. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, no. No, no. The, like it says CNN. Like I didn't realize oh, it said the name. CNN. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. It does. I should have blurred that out. Ah, damn. Okay. Oh, the, shit. The next one has that too. So, spoiler alert. Ah. Okay. This is three headlines. One, and one's from April 4th. May 22nd and May 30th of the same year in 2017. So this is about two month span. Headline one, everyone should have a shot at paid family leave. Headline two, Trump's budget to include paid family leave. Headline three, how paid family leave hurts women. Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. Only yeah. CNN will do that. CNN again. All mainstream regardless. Yeah. Okay. Now we're going to round two. I think Kyle's ahead by my, points. I've lost track, but... So now we've got not so unlikely roommates. Let's do okay. uh, let's do two more categories. Okay, the categories are not so unlikely roommates. We got another round of COVID numbers. We did. There's one called "He Did What," which was the one my wife did. Uh, what a coincidence! We've got strange music collabs part two, and someone should look into that. Uh, let's do. Someone should look into that, and the one that your wife did. Okay. Yeah. I'll skip ahead. So where would he go? So the COVID numbers one, um, I'll just, for the sake of the conversation, uh, the first answer was 1,666. The second answer was 2,666. The third answer was 3,000, and so on. Yeah. So it was just more endings. Um, the roommates, we had Owen Wilson and Wes Anderson. We had Anthony Weiner and John Stewart. Interesting. Uh, Justin Timberlake and Ryan Gosling. That makes sense. Jonah Hill and Justin Long. That makes sense. And then Adam Sandler and Judd Apatow. Hmm. I think I heard about that. I think I knew about that one. So we'll skip to he did what? And my wife made this uh, spur of the moment. We're coming up with ideas. And there was a commercial for a movie. And she got the idea for this one based on that. So the first one is he played Gaston from Beauty and the Beast in a 1996 Australian stage play. (gasps) Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Boom. I didn't know Hugh Jackman played Gaston. Yeah. Okay. Uh, started his own coffee company called Laughing Man Conf- Coffee after meeting a fair trade coffee farmer in Ethiopia. Isn't that Hugh Jackman? That's Hugh Jackman. Oh, shit. You're noticing a trend here. Yeah. Uh, what, Convergence or something like that is his new movie. I oh, think yeah. It's, it's something along those lines. Yeah. There's a commercial for it, and she's like, you should just do one about all the crazy shit Hugh Jackman's done. So. <laughs> 
Uh, he appeared on WWE Raw and helped Zack Ryder defeat Dolph Ziggler by punching him in the jaw while the ref was distracted. Jeez. What? Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman again. Yeah. During the movie uh, promotion for Raw Steel? Oh, yeah. What was that's that right. movie about? I don't remember that. Was that was the, the big, bo- big boxing oh, robots. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. Okay, yeah. okay. Real Steel, that's what that was called. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Real Steel, thank you. Yeah. One of his early jobs was working as a professional clown. Uh, yeah, that, that was Jack Jack that sense, That's yeah. one of the reasons why he made that movie. That um, circuit, the, the circus Brothers movie. Or, uh, well, that Prince, Barnum. Prince, was it Prestige? Or? No, it was the one about the Barnum. Yeah. Oh, the yeah, Bailey. The Greatest Showman. The, the Greatest, greatest Showman, yeah. That was actually you pretty good. He, yeah. has, really good. he has some pipes. Yeah, yeah I he's mean, a hell of a singer. I did not expect to like that movie, I and I, I really did enjoy it. I've heard that from a lot of people. I need to watch it. I teared. I ain't going to lie. I got kids. That's a good movie, man. That's a good movie. I mean, anytime a movie can, like, you know, really kind of have you in it, man, that's that's awesome, dude. I need to check it out. All right. He uh, turned down an offer to be James Bond and then later did a stage play as well as a fundraiser raising over $1.5 million, both with Daniel Craig, the guy who was their second pick for Bond. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman, Jackman would have made again. a great Bond. Okay, I'll read. I'll I don't read know. The- he's too, like, like Daniel Craig just kind of had that, like, British guy. G- yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But doesn't Hugh Jackman have an accent? He's a little. T- I don't he's know, Australian. He, yeah, yeah. He's Australian, but he also so like is a little too hot, like too like I don't know. He's a little too like Wolver- positive. Wolverine. Yeah, I guess so. But, <laughs> but like, he also just seems like someone like yeah, he can be like dark and smoldery, like he was, you know, a- as Wolverine. But at the same time, like Logan. Yeah, yes, yeah, Logan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and it's like, but but at the same time, it's like I don't know. I still saw him in a. I don't know. That'd be hard for me to see him in both he's of those roles. The, the greatest I, showman. I, will I think make you're trying to i think what you're trying to pin down is one he's very 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 expressive yeah like almost cartoony expressive whereas james bond is stoic and yeah daniel craig not only has a generic british guy look and anybody who's listening from england or the uk he looks like he has all of the yeah yeah yeah. but that that dude looks like he has seen some shit yeah and hugh jackman (laughs) Hugh, hugh jackman doesn't like you look at him and you're like you fuzzy fucker just give me a hug <laughs> like daniel craig you, you see him in an alley and you're like all right so do i die first and then get he takes violated, my shit or yeah. like he's know. gonna take my shit and leave me in the street yeah sorry it's just my thoughts on yeah that yeah no absolutely because <laughs> he's right. my favorite bond so. i'll blast through the the ones that we're not doing real quick just sure uh, Donald Rumsfeld said the Pentagon could not track $2.3 trillion in funding the day before this event, September 11th. Yep. Uh, this is a category, what a coincidence, by the way. Someone, who was probably John Podesta, who was placed in charge of the strategy around the story after it broke, leaked the Clinton Lewinsky story to the press the same week as this scandal, likely to help distract from it, and that was the 1996 Chinese intelligence donations to Clinton and the DNC. What a coincidence. Uh, this man funded the construction of the Titanic and canceled his ticket aboard it at the last minute. Mm. His enemies, opponents to the Federal Reserve, Benjamin Guggenheim, Isidore Strauss, and John Astor all died in the disaster. The that was J.P. Morgan. Morgan. J.P. Morgan, yeah. George Bush Sr., Lyndon Johnson, and Richard Nixon were all at the same fundraiser event the night before this event. That was the assassination of JFK. JFK. Uh, the winning Illinois lottery pick three numbers were 666 the day after this event. Just throwing that in there for the funsies again. Which one? Like, uh, like what was I- Illinois winning uh, lottery? The pick three were six 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 the day after what event? And that was the two thousand eight presidential election. Hmm. With Interesting. Sen- with the senator from Illinois, just another one yeah. of those six 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 headlines. Yeah. That's bullshit. For sure. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it popped Completely up. Completely plausible, was, random, but like it popped yeah. up when I was searching for the other ones. Absolutely. So I was like, yeah, why not? Yeah, for sure. Uh, weird song collaborations. We had Corn and Naz. 
we had sucked. Phil Collins with Bone Thugs and Harmony. <laughs> that one, oh, that I remember good. that was in the uh, that was the Tarzan theme, right? Yeah, yeah. something That's like that. Right. We had Sting and Shaggy. Bone Thugs was on that. Sting and Shaggy. We had Anthrax and Public Enemy. That one was awesome. That and we had David good. Bowie and Bing Crosby doing uh, Christmas songs. Okay. <laughs> and I, my clue for that one was one danced in the street and one tap danced with Danny fucking K. So I thought you'd appreciate the reference. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to do someone should look into that. And these are ones that I don't know if, you know, maybe someone should look into it. Okay. Uh, and that was the other, that, I think one of you picked that one. So we'll. Yeah. Uh, newborn babies are being placed, are being plagued with skin issues at increasing rates. Maybe someone should look into Medline, who produces these two baby products. Uh, baby powder? Nope. Close. Diapers? Formula? Uh, the newborn blankets that they give out in the hospitals, and they own Curaid, which has the Band-Aid and Skin Itch Relief Creams. Oh, interesting. So that'd be a good way to double dip on the money there. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, look into that. Shit. Okay, there's sometimes two or three of these within a few miles of each other, but you've probably never seen any customers in them. Maybe someone should look into the possibility of money laundering in this company. Domino's. Hmm. Ooh. That's a that's a good guess too. I think I'm keeping Domino's open to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> They've but, gotten better. Yeah. But who? Mattress firm. Ah, Ooh. I've been into a mattress firm. Holy I've shit. Bought, my mattress is from a mattress firm. Well, I'll be damned. But, you know, it also, oh, yeah. I, the kid, I did not ask for. <laughs> uh, See, I said money laundering, not child trafficking. But, oh, you well, know. sorry. Wrong reference. <laughs> you got a kid. The money in the mattress, yeah. I did not ask for. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know how hard it is to move 20 kilos of cocaine? Right. Yeah, yeah for sure. Not in a mattress. You get a $5,000 <laughs> mattress, it feels like shit. Well, there you open go. it up. It, it kept me up all night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Wired. Yeah. Sorry, Matt. That's pretty good. <laughs> okay. If I was an intelligence agency <laughs> trying to get live and updated photos and videos of certain cities, towns, and landmarks, I'd make an app that encourages people to help gather that intel. Maybe someone should look into this app a little more. Oh, uh, Instagram? Nope. Or ah, Pokemon, Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go. Ah. Oh, look. There's a Pokemon on this spot. But maybe they need a picture. I don't know. Yeah, interesting. Just one of those bullshit ones. Yeah. Well, Snapchat yeah. too. Snapchat map. Uh, Snapchat yeah. map has the uh, same sort of deal. Yeah, but it, it does it tell you to go certain places. No, it doesn't okay. really guide yeah. you places, but it does show you like where there's a lot of activity. Yeah. So, so like if you're like, man, I want to go where are all the people at, and you look at your Snapchat map, and it's like a lot of your friends have activity in this one location. And you're like, God damn it, why wasn't I invited? Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Or like, what don't I know about? I'm gonna yeah. check it out. Yeah. Every I time I look at my location and I see BJ's house full of people, I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> Okay, here's one. I'm actually writing an article about this with citations and all that, but uh, this man's wedding officiant and lifelong friend was the founder of an AIDS orphanage in Kenya. Some of the visitors to the orphanage included British Airways serial pedophile Simon Hunt, his friend and fellow rapist Ken Livingstone, the former London mayor who was involved in the Kinkora boys' home rapes with the royal family, and MI5 and the Lambeth Council Boys Home Rapes, Republican Speaker Pedophile Dennis Hastert, he was supported by the racist Jesse Helms and Pedophile Bill Clinton, had Pedophile and Pizzagate participant Charles DeSantis on the board of directors, had the guy who botched the Jimmy Savile Pedophile and Necrophilia investigation That's Jeremy Hunt so on the board of directors. Up. Maybe somebody should look into that. Wow. So who we're asking about is is who was the guy that had this whole ordeal as his lifelong friend and wedding officiant? Mm. Did he own the radio that uh, Jimmy Seville was on? No. No. Who is it? Anthony Fauci again. Damn. Oh, shit. 
high up uh, Jesuit stuff there if you want to get on that rabbit hole. Damn. And our last oh, question. <laughs> well, everybody blames the Jews for shit. I think the Jesuits have more to do with it than they've got the. You need to look up Gail Schuler. Okay. Well, don't do that. Oh, do that. <laughs> oh, do that, please. <laughs> okay. Jeffrey Epstein was a big part of this foundation's dinners in the late 90s and early 2000s. Several big shots from Microsoft, Google, and AOL, as well as Amazon's Jeff Bezos, and many other recognizable names were photographed and recorded as being there as well. Maybe someone should look into that foundation and the members' connections with Epstein and friends. Would that be the Clinton Foundation? Negative. No, which one? Was the Rothschilds dinner? Negative. The the, the Trump Foundation? Negative. It's the Edge Foundation. The... It's called the Edge Foundation. Oh, and shit. That one's almost never brought up with Epstein. Hmm. But well, I've it, not heard it, of it. It was the guy. It's the guy that uh, owned the TED Talks or started the TED Talks, was friends with the guy who started this thing. And it was more to get a bunch of scientists and shit together. But then they'd invite, like, Steve Case from AOL and Nathan Mirvold from Microsoft. Yeah. And uh, Epstein was at quite a few. And then some of them that he missed out on had Sarah Kellen on the list, which ah. was one of his... She was like another Jizz Lane. Yeah. I refuse to say her name properly. Did you, <laughs> say, did you say Jizz Lane? I did. Yeah. Someone should have just been like, we need to look into this one. Um, just because. Uh, anytime someone's a, a, a criminal of that caliber, I, I don't really feel like I owe them the respect to say their name correctly. No. You know? Clearly her name is a pseudonym because it is Jizz Lane. Yeah. <laughs> so. Why don't you just call her Come Street? Get it over with. Uh. <laughs> All right, so we are going to go ahead and wrap up on that. We've got some, there was some more stuff to go over on that. So Matt, I'm sure we will have you back in, but we need to we, we need to break down that that uh, that Q doc Yo, just because sure. that, that's something that I think people would enjoy hearing, like kind of broken down into like an hour format, just because it is six hours. You know, it's six one hour segments, which I encourage everyone to watch. Like 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 go watch it. Obviously, especially if you're someone who is still like holding on to to, to the to the Q faith. You. Stop! Um, <laughs> like, come on! And I would love to be on that. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, like, that, be fun. Yeah, j- just to have that sort of mentality. Like, yeah, I feel like we're all relatively I, on I'm the same like, page on that one yeah. too. Yeah, I'm for sure. I would love to be on that episode because honestly, yeah. I have a lot to say about it. Sure, absolutely. And and um and, and we've yeah, I, I, and we've had cool conversations about it. And it's one of those things that like, uh, there was stuff that there was stuff throughout it. And what kind of bugs me, like the last note I'll say on it, is the thing that bugs me the most is that a lot of this information that had the opposition or you know the mainstream left wing media quote unquote you know if they would have just simply put these pieces of information out to the public it would have put such a bigger kibosh on on Q which tells me that they were utilizing the dog whistle that Q was being enabled by the Trump administration mm. do i think the Trump administration had a hand in creating Q no but i think they saw an opportunity Someone and folks on their staff knew how to harness it. <coughs> Steve Bannon and was <laughs> yeah, a, and, that's and, a character. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you want to talk about order through chaos, someone who's trying to yeah. control the planet. He's a big fuck cra- he's guy. a big Crowley fan. Too. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. He's he's yeah for sure. Didn't and, he actually? Didn't he actually quote him? Yeah. Oh, he does. Yeah, he, he does. does several yeah, times. He's so. he's a, yeah. yeah. He's an order through chaos. He said yeah. plainly, like, yeah, sometimes you need chaos to create order. And it's like, mm, how do you create chaos? You amplify the voice of an anonymous person, of an anonymous people, even Entity. if whatever. Yeah, yeah sure. Um, and so, you know, the, the, this anonymous 
entity and you know you're amplifying it and playing into this hand that the opposition is just like hey if you're gonna look this crazy we're gonna take advantage of it instead of you know those people that did try to bring logic to it like from the opposition like we're well it's sure and a lot of people but but like a, a lot of people who who did bring and ask logical questions uh to those people that you know no one was really promoting it in the mainstream off off of like social media and whatnot um but like i mean outside of you know the the president and his references but like i don't know they, they just could have put the information about the watkins like that information wasn't you had told me about that you knew who mm-hmm. the watkins were yeah. and yeah. and you know if they would have put more information about just what 4chan was instead of just being like q and trump's where you need to focus on the on what is needs to be criticized mm-hmm. no they needed to like if someone would have broke down just what 4chan 4coon and how that ev- all evolves people would people that were into it would have been a lot more hesitant even those people that in the documentary were known as the q content creators yeah. had they known that stuff about 4chan and 4coon they probably would have just been like yeah this is sketchy from the get-go because that's mm-hmm. how i felt uh, b- because and, and you had let me know some of that which kind of let me you know led me down a path of like oh this i mean here are all the more reasons to question it like there weren't enough already but like <laughs> you know it, it was it was just uh, it was one of those things that like you know um was just masterfully utilized by both sides um you know for their own ends and, and what, just, what those are i can't tell you just like i did with good for us just like i did with the fauci quotes they cherry pick yeah, you know like i was sure. making the point of cherry picking well that's what they did with i mean both sides of it mm-hmm. of, well, yeah, of no, totally. q and everything else they, they, and and it's to divert from they'll pick out a, one of the craziest parts of some people believe in this part of the you know okay yeah. hillary clinton cut off a kid's face kind of yeah like a, a small fraction of people even know about that whole conspiracy side of it yeah but then like they tied it in with pizzagate which was uh, more than a year before q's even started yeah but then the whole pizzagate thing they focused on oh they're killing kids in a restaurant but like what started that was more to do with laura silsby in haiti yeah who just had another earthquake and, and seth well, rich's murder about, yeah. yeah and seth yeah. rich and uh rigging against bernie and yeah. everything which which and a lot yeah, of that uh, is le- has legitimate uh, questions behind it that right. have not that have either just been discarded and but thrown because in because the they focused conspiracy on thing, yeah. the the extreme side of the conspiracy now if you try to look at some of the stuff like why was bill clinton flying to haiti to get laura silsby out for stealing these 33 kids and why is Laura Silsby in charge of the Amber Alert system now, or the communications director for yeah. them? And Haiti just had another earthquake. She's she's probably giddy. Sure. And well, and and the the thing about all of this, and the reason why I love talking about all of this, is at the end of the day, if there that there are probably logical explanations for a chunk of this stuff, mm-hmm. but it's the fact that the questions themselves are being suppressed that leads me to suspicion and you know does that mean that every question that arises needs to have a full detailed explanation no but i think that there are some more than others that that do require that do deserve um a a bit of stone turning and those who do turn stones turn up dead um which is Uh, unfortunate which reminds me we need to do a whole john mcafee yeah, yeah. Thing oh man, that's a about that's the, a fun about combo. the fake the fake dead man switch yeah. website that actually leave me out of hits. Leave me out of this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we're I gonna go ahead. And, we're gonna God go ahead and wrap up on that. Um, but y'all, uh, Matt, check out uh, history politics theory, right? Yeah, historypoliticstheory.org. Absolutely. And uh, Nick, where can they find you? In Oaks fifty five. 
All right. And uh, y'all can find me at Uncle Buck's house. And if you guys like this sort of stuff, man, Matt works uh, hard as hell and we don't get paid for this podcast. So if you feel like sending a donation to at Uncle Buck's house um, and you put your favorite moment from the show in there, we will give you a shout out. And, uh, um, you know, we want to, you know, try and get Matt a little money for, you know, the content that he brings us and we're greatly appreciated for it so um thanks y'all so much have a great night dead man thank you for coming by and what's the name of your show again my show's name is uh, vt network vt network that's right absolutely vt network check them out on twitch right twitch and yeah twitch.tv forward slash vt network we're doing uh, two shows a week once on wednesday once on sunday uh wednesdays have no format like last wednesday we just talked about snakes eating stuff and stupid people in batman so <laughs> there you go yeah come have fun with us we're morons uh, <laughs> uh i and uh, we we don't talk about politics or yeah. religion or anything heavy we're just there to have fun with people sure. and make fun of people like nick cage so. <laughs> <laughs> there we go all right we are going to go out to uh tom mcdonald's got a new track out and uh this song is called brainwashed so enjoy y'all have a good week Country fell asleep, but they scream woke. We're distracted by vaccines and TV shows. Politics, celebrity gossip, popular neat quotes. Black lives, white lives, which lives mean most? We only dedicate one day to remember our fallen soldiers, the men and women who died young. But if you come out the closet as Caitlyn Jenner, you're a hero and you get a whole Pride Month. The most dangerous pandemic's propaganda from these clowns. Only mass is gonna save us is duct tape on their mouths. Don't speak. We don't need to defund police, need to defund the media who lies through their teeth like Big Pharma doesn't cure you, dog. Cause every patient that gets cured is a customer lost. And big oil runs the world. The only wars that get fought are with the countries who have natural resources they want. Heard him claiming if a white man braids his hair and likes rap, he's appropriating culture. But if a white man acts too white, he's white trash He's a racist, he's a bigot, he's a monster Let's just have the conversation Not every liberal is dumb, not all Republicans are racist The government wants everybody fighting with their neighbors Cause they know that if we get along, we'll probably go against them They can't stop us Cause we're ready to fight Trying to brainwash us But we won't let freedom die The whole world's brainwashed Monkeys become people and people turned into sheep. They put fluoride in the...